Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Hey, everybody, and thank you for listening to episode 14 of Knowing Is Half the Podcast, your favorite G.I. Joe network show experience podcast. I wish we're on a network. Is it on a network? I've decided we're on a network now. Well, G.I. Joe is on a network. The Cartoon Network, right? Is that a... I don't believe it's actually aired. No. It aired on Cartoon Network for No, like it was probably whatever aired boomerang? Saturday morning cartoons. Well, Maybe? it was a weekday cartoon. Was it? I don't know how things work. In any case, I am Ray Stacanus. I'm Robert Chan. I'm Gina Ippolito. And we are talking this week about a fun episode. This is another bonkers, crazy fun episode. We've had a few of them in a row. Uh, it's called The Greenhouse Effect. Yeah, get it's get, get my first impression was getting political. That was exactly my first thought, <laughs> and I was super disappointed. <laughs> Just, I mean, I I knew like it, you know it was made in 1984, 1985. There is absolutely no way that it was going to be you know greenhouse gases or no actually what it could have been is it could have been like uh, uh, oh. Cobra's making a hoax that uh it's global warming and uh you know you Are you saying global warming is a hoax? I was thinking in the <laughs> 80s they knew they knew about like uh chlorofluorocarbons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the that's what I was thinking. I was thinking layer, it was yeah. going to be like something like that South Park episode where Butters it like sprays <laughs> sprays hairspray at the ozone <laughs> when he's when he's uh his alter ego and he's like People of South Park, I'm going to ruin the ozone layer. And then he just takes like one canister at a time and sprays it. So I was like, oh, is this going to be like Cobra trying to destroy the ozone layer with hairspray? Well, is- <laughs> I wish. First wow. off, that would have been well, a that would have been a very different episode. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I kind of, I kind of would be into it. Here's the deal: I if I saw Destro it. buying hairspray, I'd be suspicious too. I'll put it out there. Um, I believe there is a later episode of the cartoon show where they do melt the polar ice caps, though, and try to raise oh. the sea level. I believe Cobra does that at some point, but uh, I could be I'm mistaken. Into that. Wow. Uh, but in this one right here, we open up with a top secret rocket fuel, or yeah. uh, as the control panel reads, F U B L, because <laughs> because why not? For us by lasers. Yeah. For us by lasers. Also, this is another scientist opening episode. We like our science. I feel Mm -hmm. like they were just like, what what should we have? I don't know. Something confusing and weird. How do we get there? Scientists? 
I mean, a scientist would have to invent this, right? right. I believe that it was that is the correct tone. That's when they <laughs> when they use science in the writers' room. It's like that. How do we do this thing? Science. Well, as you, <laughs> as you said in previous episodes, science just equates with magic in this universe. Yes. And I will say this: uh, I will give credit to. Uh, to Gordon Kent, who's the writer of this episode. Gotcha. I'm starting to keep tabs now to see if they're like <laughs> no, crazy ones or good ones. He gets no credit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Well, here's the thing. Uh, he did this. It is a nitrogen-based fuel. Okay. And as we well know, fertilizer is generally nitrogen-based. That's yeah. the thing is you get nitrogen too. Sure, the, I knew uh, that. Plants. Okay. So, <laughs> I is smart. Yeah. I don't know if that's coming through uh, in the microphones, but you have the face on you, uh, Ray. That's, um, no, man. That's Yeah, everybody knows that's what that is. Uh, but so there. so the, the fact that it could be like this weird, unstable thing that's sort of nitrogen-based. Like, they're in the ballpark. Like, okay, I know that nitrogen and nitrogen, we sort of like push us over and then like uh, magic happens and then, you know, yeah. uh, things grow big. So cool. I'm... I'm but, all right with yeah. that. But halfway through his description, uh, we we get introduced to Barbecue really for the first time. Uh, he wears all red. He's a fireman. He's he from, looks like a Ken doll. Where did we see him last? Oh, he was. I've the, never seen him before. <laughs> he's been in the background of other episodes. Who was the one who? You're thinking of Blowtorch, probably. Okay, the Irish. He wears dude the yellow was a, thing. Yeah. Okay. He's Irish, but he's Boston Irish. I mean, I don't even think okay. I'm. Miami when we do Irish. know your Joe, I mean, here's he's probably going to be from Denver, but <laughs> he speaks very, very Bostony. Okay. You can hear it all through the episode. But he's right. a dick. Like he, the scientist yeah. is having to describe. He just walks over, shoves the science out of the way, grabs the clipboard, and goes, "Here's what he's doing." It's very <laughs> exciting. Jesus I, Christ, man, he is not a scientist. <laughs> I actually wrote. He's a firefighter. I wrote at some point that I missed, and I can't. And you guys know how I am with names. Mm-hmm. Was it what? It, and the name that I wrote was Dick Butt. Whoever wrote the last episode, Dick Butt. Buzz Dixon. Buzz, yeah. Buzz Dixon. <laughs> Dick Butt. I wrote this in. I tell. I have said it a thousand times. <laughs> I don't know names, and I am incapable of memorizing them. So Dick Butt is pretty good for me, guys. That's actually not too bad because we actually got it from that. <laughs> yeah. But also, when we say our names at the beginning of the episode, some people at home might think it's that you can identify our voices. It's actually for Gina every single <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, I, I can't me- remember anyone. But I will say, if anyone is is watching this episode and listening to this podcast, the scientist in this scene has a voice that, like, he is a voice actor that used to do Saturday morning cartoons. Absolutely, yes. That I recognized. It was very recognizable, and I, I was on. racking my brain let me s- trying oh. to figure out what he was from. Do you know who it is, or you want me to... Oh, let me, if, let me you, see if, if you can find and, out who it is. Uh, well, let me, let me let me just get a clip of his uh, well, Let's get the clip right now. Oh, yeah, Maybe try yeah. to figure it out for Know Your Joe. Yeah. Now, if you are finished, I have work to do. I feel, like, Watsy, he, I feel like he was a villain from the Super Friends or something. I, it's <laughs> like it's something that like I watched regularly, like He-Man or something, maybe. He's definitely uh, a Transformers voice. Oh, for is sure. Is he? I think he's a guy yeah. who probably did voices in everything. Like I was Frank thinking, Welker is, he, type. is he Skeletor? Maybe, let's, let's try it one more time. Maybe it was okay. Frank Welker. One sec. I was thinking Skeletor. Gentlemen, you're seeing history in the making. Uh, it was driving me crazy. Yeah. It's, it's a great voice. I, mean, I feel like it's one of the Transformers. It's one of the older, one of the original dudes. Um, My mind kept going to the Ironside. animated Ghostbusters for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. Uh, it sounds kind of like the Dan Aykroyd character oh. in real Ghostbusters. Okay. Guys, we're going to figure this one out for Know Your Joe. But we'll move on. Yeah, not, but if, but if, I, if I'm a fan try. knows it, if a fan knows Man, it, if you guys have it out there, give us, it to yeah. us. Write us in. He, um, yeah, he is recognizable. We cut to maybe the most efficient. Best Dude. Cobra 
trooper Dude. we've ever seen in the universe. Who is this, this guy? This is just Cobra Crimson Guardsman number nine. The Crimson Guard a fucking ninja. Are, are the top of the line right. Cobras. Like, you don't see them very often. They're usually guarding, like, somebody, like you saw this time. They're guarding Cobra Commander. This um, is the guy that pretends to be the janitor, right? Yes. Yeah. And he looks like a middle-aged dad. That's, yeah. And well, he's got a pot belly? Yeah. yeah. I wrote, well, I mean, I did write, all caps, Master of Disguise. I don't know if that was... Oh, if that was a costume, or if he's just like so. No. Well, my initial thing was like, oh, this has to be Zartan. I thought it was Zartan, of course. Oh no, no. Well, but then, no, it, I, well, but then, but then I realized it wasn't, and I was like, who is this? They're just going to introduce a guy just that just foiled five Joes with a well, bucket and a mop. Well, I, to be I, fair, yeah, I was gonna say I had an idea that it wasn't Zartan as soon as he showed himself to be efficient and good at, <laughs> right, at right. what he was yeah, doing. Yeah, that was what I thought too. But then when he spilled the water. I was like, is this is this Zartan messing up, or is this a real guy that's oh, like, this I is part of his plan? No, yeah. no, no, no. This no. is part of I his mean, plan. Two things. But- two things. One, uh, the uh, the the balding and all the pot belly uh-huh. reminded me of the bad guy from uh, um, Kung Fu Hustle. Okay. Okay. And uh, that was the thing. And then the other thing, also, again, drunken drunken style kung fu. Sure. Like, oops, bucket. Oh, oops, bop. Boom. Uh, Smack you in the face. Well, but here's the thing: is, I don't remember who it was. Was it? I think it was Alpine. His foot gets stuck in the bucket. No, that was barbecue. That was barbecue. Barbecue gets his foot stuck in the bucket. And that's enough to foil him? Yes. Also, I really think, like, this is where I wrote several times, like, is Bazooka mentally challenged? Yes. You no, see. Yes, here's the thing: is. you need to remember some of the people because you said yes. the same thing no, last I know, time. But I don't like the fact <laughs> that no one we, is addressing. No, we it on address the show. it every episode. No, I don't we like the say fact that the Joes that we're don't address it. That I, the I umbilical someone, cord wrapped around his neck on the way out. I want someone on the show to sit Duke down and be like, "Hey." <laughs> I have some moral issues with putting someone with a 45 IQ into <laughs> oh, combat. I'm sorry, Gina. Are, uh, do you have a problem hiring persons wow. uh, who are developmentally you disabled? Know what? Thanks, Hagen Grocery Stores. <laughs> wow. So Great you're job. Just saying this should be institutionalized. Listen, you is what can't you're just. This is some master blaster crap. You can't just take someone and put them in a fighting combat situation when they are when they can't grasp what that fully so means. So you're saying that they should find a little person to strap onto his back? <laughs> to give him some... Yes, yes. He's not even that big, though. He, he's he's just, just come with... No, Bazooka's pretty huge. He's muscular, but he's not, like, tall. Like, yeah. Everyone's taller than him. Yeah, but, I mean, still, you could, you could find somebody. Well, it would just be like an accessory, like uh, uh, well, Freedom. Right. Just, yeah. Know, or it's like Yoda. It's like me. the tiny Yoda backpack Yoda. came with the Luke uh, action figure. So I found it weird um, that we uh, we cut to Crimson Guard. Did we talk? Nine. Did we talk about the fucking octopus mop? The uh, thing that like attached to his face what? and like yeah. Alpine was like no no <laughs> yeah. a mop. This is what I'm saying he he uses only a mop and a bucket to defeat. There were at least five Joes in there. Right. Not well, to mention a scientist. That's what I say. Like he's a badass. Yes. But then the no. fact that he couldn't get the mop off his face yeah. said, like, yeah, there's something else at work here. Yeah. I'm saying right now, this guy is a janitorial ninja. <laughs> he ha- Instead of carrying around, like, shuriken and caltrops and all the ninja swords, he oh. just has a push cart full of janitorial supplies because he defeats G.I. Joe with a bucket. He mm-hmm. defeats G.I. Joe with a mop. And mm-hmm. then he defeats G.I. Joe with a goddamn trash can that oh, he just throws at yeah. Alpine can, and dude. annihilates him. I, when he went in there and it was clear that he wasn't supposed to be in there, 
and then and then he revealed himself immediately. I was like, this was the worst plan ever. They are just going to catch him. And not just that, G.I. Joe was in the process of leaving when he came in. Like he could have yeah, just mopped just a little bit and and bided his I time. He, I bet that's how much of a badass he is, though. He's like, I could wait and make it easier on myself. <laughs> yeah. Or I could embarrass them. He yeah. wants to show off. He, he wanted to embarrass them. Like he is he's uh, right next to Storm Shadow. Yeah. I, I, I top something. Yeah. Uh, also, he's so good. Uh, I do want to step back for a moment. Uh, you accidentally made the most amazing word ever. <laughs> yes. Denialate. <laughs> like, denial I and annihilation. Mi- I missed it. Uh, um, you know what? Good job, me. Because <laughs> I didn't realize I did it either. No, I, I heard it. I was like, whoa. Like, I saw what you were trying to do and you <laughs> fucked it up. Yeah. But you accidentally did something really cool. So, like, that's wow. exactly what uh, number nine was doing. He denihilated. He denihilated. <laughs> well, there's a weird thing because he starts fighting them and he just starts kicking the shit out of everybody there. Wild Bill down, mm-hmm. barbecued down mm-hmm. with a bucket on his foot. Then he decides inexplicably to climb up onto the lights and just start hanging there. Yeah, like, which again, mm-hmm. I said, terrible game? plan. It's a terrible plan. But he somehow makes it work. And he is unconcerned the entire time. I will say He's this. not at all. He doesn't in, even entertain the fact that he might be beaten. <laughs> no. Um, He's playing no, no. with them. In the 80s, if you remember, there was a movie called Gymkata. Absolutely. Uh, I which don't remember. basically uh, uh, made like gymnastics the equivalent of a martial art. I do remember. Uh, <laughs> there was a period there where, and I think it's expressed many times through this series, we've already seen it, where things like the uneven bars are the ultimate weapon. <laughs> if you hang from it and you swing and get a little bit of momentum, your kick will be like a thousand times more powerful. You will just like rocket people into space with your, you know, swing back and forth. But Alpine just immediately catches him. And then again, right, yeah. he's like, And then he's what like, happened to him? They, they treat him like a child, first of all. They're like, come on, buddy. What are you trying to do here? <laughs> yeah, huh? well, obviously, because well, they underestimated a, him. I yeah. know. And so did I. Yeah, mm-hmm. looked at, look at him. I, I mean, I, I was just like, how is this balding fat man doing this? So, so he ends up like knocking Alpine through a window with this trash can of doom. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He dives through the window and dives down the side of a cliff and just rides it. Yeah. Like he's barefoot skiing. And then Alpine, I have a note here. Alpine is basically me when I play Skyrim. <laughs> There's no way to go around the mountain in order to get to the destination. If the little cursor is north, I'm going north over the mountain <laughs> in order to try to get there. Because they, they, Alpine's like, well. Got to go down this cliff face after yeah. him to save all of five seconds to <laughs> get on get, the bikes and go around. Yeah, the exact same time as terrible. the other one. And that's only because well, they fell. <laughs> Had he actually taken his time and done it right, he would have been like way behind. Also, this was another moment where... Like, clearly someone needs to put Bazooka to sleep. <laughs> well, no, that was the thing is that it, he could have got down in time, could have caught the guy because he is the mountain dude. He is the mountain he dude. He would have made it down fine, <laughs> except that Bazooka was, <laughs> down, go down. Uh, I will Cliff say, though, face fall. I will say, though, uh, somebody said, hey, my mama didn't raise no mountain goats. And someone else was like, you can't tell by looking. <laughs> Zing. Oh, there's Zing, a lot of people I mean, zinging it's other no, people. It's no dick butt joke. I'll say no, that. But there was but no dick what is really? What uh, is it? Buzzed dick. Buzz. Buzz Dixon. Dixon. <laughs> Dixon. Dixon's a totally normal name. He's our favorite writer. And you keep calling him dick butt. He won't write any more episodes. Person, Buzz is the second person to land on the fucking moon. To put his feet on the moon. Buzz Dixon so. landed on the moon for your sins. <laughs> I hope you're happy. 
<laughs> Making fun uh, of him. We have a weird, like, really long, idyllic shot yes. of a neighborhood now where it was clear that the animators were like, hey, we're five seconds short on this episode. <laughs> uh, just stretch out that thing. Uh, Two things. Hold on. I want to back up because yes. Wild Bill, fuck Wild Bill. Wild Bill um, is, is I'm gonna, crazy. What? Why? I'm going to step up as the English major here, and he says, uh, uh, Cobra is slipperier than new soap. He could have said Cobra is more slippery than new soap. He had to make up a fucking word. <laughs> he had to make it, it sound terrible. <laughs> Someone wrote that. Someone wrote that on a piece of fucking paper and was like, yeah, that sounds That's right. That's his thing, though. That's his thing. But also, when he said new soap, there was, this is this is dumb, tired Gina at work brain. I go, what's new soap? Was that like a, a new Coke thing yeah. in the 80s? Like, I had a split second. And then I was like, oh, he just means a new bar of soap. You've had soap. But now then, try new but soap. And I was like, wait, why is a new bar of soap any slipperier than a, than a half-used bar? So because think, Wild Bill is the combat equivalent of Dr. <laughs> Phil. He's just got these down home yeah. sayings yeah, yeah, yeah. that don't make any sense. That's and he just throws yeah. them out That's there. That's true. That's a good comparison. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, oh, continue on. Idyllic. I like it because it was setting the scene. You just it give is. it a little line. Give it atmosphere. But it was. I, I liked it because it gave me enough time to wonder what was coming next. Like I was like, is one of these houses a Cobra headquarter? Yeah. yeah. There was a Cobra headquarter in a suburb. Yeah. Uh, many episodes but ago. then we get to something even better, which I have this sentence <sighs> written three different times in my <laughs> one page of notes. Oh, wow. Short page of notes i want to hear it my sentence is <laughs> this plant guy is clearly a serial killer <laughs> i wrote sling blade I ba- but i, I, I think we're on the same page his here. name his name is harvey so later harvey on I said, lathrop yep. uh, harvey is a serial killer harvey's a scary man i mean apparently he's called the cops 187 times he, paranoid delusions eight seven on a motherfucking he cop, talks right? to his plants and oh, yeah. then he says, they're never going to laugh at you again. <laughs> yeah, he says that multiple like, times. Is, more than is, once. He is going to carry at the prom everyone in that town. Yeah. Oh, they are yeah. going to show up. They're all going to laugh at you. And, and of all the towns, he lives in, in what I referred to here as Greenhouseville. Because in the wide <laughs> shot, there's like nine greenhouses that you can see. In, what town in America has that many green? A thousand, according to this episode, <laughs> in this tiny little suburb alone. In all so caps, I put that. Because, yeah, industrials are like, oh, they're, they're, in a, uh, uh, they're in a fucking town just full of greenhouses how will we ever find like the greenhouse i tell you you could fucking on a a 10 mile radius around this place that we are right now in los angeles you will find a dozen greenhouses yes and probably like two million people this is obscene it is south dakota so I and mean, it was the 80s. Maybe and it was that the was 80s. Like thing. And South Dakota looked just so green. I don't. I guess I think of South Dakota as being sort of plains and yeah. I will it say it's just like a lovely town. They had two festivals in right. like a four day period <laughs> that were identical to That's each other. Right. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Wait, what? Two, were they two separate? Yeah, festivals? they were two separate yes. festivals. It wasn't like just like a like a county like fair a continued... can go on for weeks. So I mean, I guess that's true. No, I want this to be two different festivals that happen one on Wednesday and one on Saturday. Two but, totally different. But things. like the giant plants sort of ruined the first festival. So then I was like, I mean, this is clearly a different festival, but <laughs> in the same exact town but it has to be enough days that they cleaned up the giant vegetables <laughs> and the giant because there were giant grapes everywhere last time we saw it's it south yeah. dakota they've got <laughs> nothing but room it's also true so we have a crimson guardsman number nine never gets a name he's just crimson guardsman number nine you know what he is already he's my hero higher up in my esteem than almost any uh, of the named are Cobras. we gonna see him again i hope I so i don't so. remember ever uh, seeing him again but i mean he, he, he better come back hey man we, we can he'll just be in our hearts well, Crimson Guard number nine will be in our hearts forever. Know your Joe. Crimson Guard number nine. 
Um, so he stashes the fuel in the greenhouse, the nitrogen-based fuel, cracks uh-huh. the canister in the process, yep. and then the police show up like five seconds after yeah. Harvey calls, even though they're like, we don't, we're not coming. He's like, please? They're like, we're already there. Yeah, and, and for a guy that has called them 178 times, they really showed up really 187. Fast. It was 187. <laughs> yeah. Very clear. For specifically because of another association to 187. That is, uh, that is a fact. So yeah. Uh, so Har- they so so Crimson Guardsman number nine is there just like well looks like Harvey wasn't wrong this time. They pull they have a gun pulled on him immediately. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, I mean like uh, uh, hashtag All Lives Matter. What are you doing, cops? Yeah. No. Like wouldn't the first thing they <laughs> they did. W- like, wouldn't they just be like, hey, why are you in this greenhouse? Right, yeah. Do you hey, have to approach with a gun out? Yeah, hey, like, what's, dude? He, what's he going to do? Are they really worried he's going to steal greenhouse plants? And even if he does, are you going to shoot him for it? I mean, here's the thing. They, I mean, it's. I, I feel like there probably are a lot of Cobra and G.I. Joe incidences in this small town. <laughs> probably. They probably have this sort of thing happen on a <laughs> semi-regular basis. So, like, all right, you know, like, maybe it's something. And it, obviously, it turned out to be something terrible. Right. They met up with well, number nine, and he already whipped uh, like five Joe's asses in a row he'll take them out and he kicked the shit out of them and he he kicks and he he beats the cops Mm -hmm. he beats them so hard only serial killer Harvey can take him down he sneaks up on him and for a man his size that is saying something and then he apologizes to his plant that's right because he's a serial killer yeah (laughs) I think that he his special fertilizer that he was using was made up of body parts like ground up (laughs) body parts liquefied I mean, like how you deal with slugs in your yard. You have yeah. to like liquefy the slug bodies and then spray them. I, I honestly, assume. that's why he gets humans out of his greenhouse. Yeah, <laughs> but also this ne- this upcoming plot. The the first thing I wrote was, wasn't this the plot of Big Top Pee Wee? Uh, there's a lot of elements to Pee Wee's Playhouse in this episode. Do you remember I was... the second yes. Pee Wee movie where he had a greenhouse and he had giant foods and he could also make them really small because he wanted to make cocktail weenies. Uh, see, uh, I've never seen Big Top Pee Wee. Oh, to go back and watch, watch it. it tonight. Right. Can, can I say right now, this character, and this is in my head, was uh, instead of, not the serial killer route you took, <laughs> but to be Harvey Lathrop is what if the character of Pee Wee Herman was played by Taylor Negron? Interesting. And that was the take I got from it. Uh, very famous comedian, uh, R.I.P. Yeah. From uh, uh, Fast, Fast Times at Richmond High. High. He got did a it. lot of uh, stuff. Got it, got it. But I know, it, I, that, I exactly that was the vibe that you, I got because he had the same kind of like demeanor and kind of facial features, but the character was straight uh, out of Big Top Pee Wee. Honestly, you yeah. know who I actually did get a little bit of was from No Country for Old Men. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, oh, Harvey Yeah. Yes. No, yeah. Yeah. Well, whoever is what this, what this character's I name? I could not tell you. His name was uh, Javier Bardem. Yeah. Also a uh, sociopath. So yeah. sociopath, whatever. Anyway. They're, this, they're interchangeable. Right. Well, so we end up going in here. He stashes the thing. He gets arrested by the cops after getting a, a, a platted pot to the... Uh, platted potted, pot? Yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> potted plant to the head from Harvey, uh, and at which point he ends up at the county jail, clearly marked jail. <laughs> Does Do this we... town have such a crime problem that they need a giant jail with 10-foot letters on it? It just occurred to me that we never see him again, right? Uh, this is the last we see of him, yes. So, like, yeah. he's he's theoretically still rotting in this South Dakota jail, I, I South well, Carolina. No, no, I mean, like, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that uh, the twins bust him out, or they yeah. like pay okay. his bail. Now, are they lawyers? Like, how come they're there? Like, I thought that was where they would fly all the way from Enterprise well, City to come to South the, Dakota for this one guy. The they Crimson Guard are lawyers. The Crimson Guard are the okay. twins, like like private army or like no, I know that, kind of and, and they're all undercover. You know, the Which, whole idea again. The twins are clearly the best. Yes, villains that yeah. that yeah. Uh, no question that Cobra employs. Yes, like clearly, and also I just learned about this new show, Twinning. 
Oh, God. From twinning. people talking about it yesterday during the oh, gamer gross. thing. And oh, I really? was like, who, oh, who they talk- should go on this show twinning. We talked about that show a lot. Show a lot. Hey, someone talked about it a lot. <laughs> and then the Bible. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but they should go on this but, show twinning, which is all about twins who can tell what each other's thinking. Oh, they would rock that show. Yeah. Uh, but then they, they come up with an actually super good plan. They're like, let's use our connections and our undercover people. We'll canvas the neighborhood and try to like find out the right greenhouse uh-huh. so we can find our rocket fuel. Where do they get all these people that are canvassing the neighborhood? Those are Crimson Guard. Uh, 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 they work so for Extensive Enterprises. So there's like a hot blonde Crimson Guard lady? Oh, absolutely. I want to know about her Dude, backstory. The Crimson Guard are the elite. Yeah. I want to know her backstory. So many levels. They're a secret society that li- that lives normal lives, except they have like a little thing hanging in their closet, like in a hidden like back yeah. spot. Also, these friendly neighborhood people are not very friendly. <laughs> they're not even a little. They're like as soon as you mention their greenhouse, they're like fuck you. <laughs> well, this seems Don't talk like about the sort my of greenhouse. I'll cut you. I feel like everybody there, uh, like the fair, is the big thing of the year. Everybody's oh, they're secrets. guarding their secrets. Yeah. That's true. I have heard, yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot. There's so one other great in moment. In that case, oh, this, yeah. this crazy dude is not that crazy. He's just in a crazy place, and he's the craziest of them. Yeah. Yes. And everyone laughs at him, well, and he wants to kill them. He's also a joke, too, in this town, apparently. He's, yes. like, he's got this magical super growth thing he's probably always talking about mm-hmm. all the time, and yeah. he's never shown that it works. I'm fairly right. convinced that it's 30% jizz. Oh, Jesus, Jan. <laughs> Look at the guy. Yeah. Listen would, to the I guy. No, you're not wrong. There's, I mean, yeah, number one, body parts. Number two, probably. There's a sweet <laughs> California burn coming up here. Uh, it oh, is. man. Uh, real quick before we do that, though, uh, there's this co- last moment with uh, Crimson Guardsman number nine is the Crimson Twins having a conversation with them, and he just says, it's just that Cobra, and they go, shh, and he's like, it's just that Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> he just—he does not get the message at all because he's like, "Fuck both of you! I could kill both of you right now. Don't you dare shush me! I'm gonna finish my goddamn thought. I'm Crimson Carsman number nine. Do you not know my name? I mean, you, I don't, wanna, you don't fuck with 009. No, you I do want not. a spin-off show of all the Crimson Guardsmen. Oh yeah, like the oh, top yeah. ten mm-hmm. Crimson Guardsmen and how they train. And I feel like that would be that. Movie that just came out recently. Well, I think you could just the do Kingsman. that. Interstellar. Oh, Kingsman. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking you could turn it into like, you know how they do Gotham and whatnot. You could do just Crimson Guard. Except like set in the G.I. Joe universe, yeah. but set maybe a little bit more realistic. Yeah. I'm writing this shit. I would That's watch good. that. I would totally Guys, let's go that. pitch this to someone. Right. Okay. <laughs> I would watch that. Duh. Copyright the three of us. Right now. Don't, <laughs> don't steal this idea. <laughs> Copyright the three of us productions. Don't steal this idea, Calder. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I know you're listening. <laughs> We'll have him on the show. <laughs> yeah. that, that'll pacify him. Um, so they go in and they're doing census takings, and one guy pretends to be homeless. And uh, the girl with the census, though, is crazy because she's got the jacket on with a very obvious Cobra t-shirt <laughs> on underneath it. Here's this is the, the blonde girl, the yes, hot blonde. The hot By blonde. the way, only girl in this episode. Yeah, oh, that's right, huh? Wait a minute. She was talking to a dude. I, I was thinking. I actually yep. went back and checked it just yep. for that. Yeah, I know because at first I was like, "Oh, there were no, there were no main women in this episode." Gardening and I was is like, for were men. There any women in this episode? And then I was like, "Oh, there was a hot blonde, yeah. and that was it." <laughs> Maybe there were some straggling fairgoers. Like I'm saying gardening isn't for women, Gina. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, so yeah, so we get our sick California burn. Uh, can we hear that real quick, Chan? Do you have that queued up? I think uh, I think that's worth a play. But you're absolutely. This is one of my favorite uh, lines. I put it just a giant, I wrote messy it. star next to it. Yeah. No, you cannot sack out in my greenhouse among my potted banana plants. 
sleeping with banana pants. She must be from California. <laughs> that line is Sheesh. so good. It's, it's good. It's so good. <laughs> I live in California, and that's good. <laughs> Sacking out with banana plants? Sacking out with banana plants. Then yeah, that- I mean, it's taking his nutsack out and running it all over the banana plants. Gotcha. <laughs> I don't okay. want you rubbing your dick on awesome. my banana plants three days before the fair. So many, so many issues I have just with the logic of that line. Like, A, there are no banana plants in California. B, you don't... You don't sleep with the banana plants because that's where fucking tarantulas live. I was uh, thinking when he kept saying banana plants, I was thinking banana peppers as opposed to actual like because banana uh, trees, yeah. bananas grow on trees. Right. They're they're not. I don't think you call them banana plants. Uh, I think I mean like they it's it, they look kind of like bamboo, don't they? It's like really green. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's not like like a bark kind of situation. Yeah. So it looks kind Hard of like a thick vine. Kind yeah, of thing. I don't think you grow those in greenhouses. So I was picturing <laughs> banana peppers. Right, so for, what for does a banana record. pepper look plant look like? Green. Uh, Do you have any idea? Any idea? I just want to see if you ever checked or if you just assumed that it, it was like... It looks like that little bin that they have at Subway. <laughs> <laughs> they just grow with little tops. rings. Little rings just grow on the... Pick them it. off. <laughs> so fast forward now to the county fair. We've made it. Oh, no. Wait. B- b- sorry. Before that happens, I'm sorry. There's a very important scene with uh, Destro and Cobra Commander. Does Destro have a different voice? No, that's the same voice. Are I you sure? I kind of hear that. I think Destro has a different well, voice. I, I think he had a cold. That was also like... the. That's why last episode I thought that Cover Girl was Lady J, just with like a they replaced her voice or something like that. So I think this I, is a different Destro voice. You may be right. And you know what? I'll look into sure. it. Okay, okay, for no your Joe. Where are you going to look? <laughs> I can look this up. It has cast by cast member on IMDb per episode. Chan, does it really? He's going to yeah. call up the original I don't guy. That, that it's, I don't think it's that accurate. It's, I don't know if it's that accurate. It's. I've known it to be fairly accurate, but at the same time, I mean, like if there were two people playing Destro, there would be two people who show up under Destro. I think also GI Joe Wikipedia by. If you go episode by episode, yes, yeah. If, that, if that's Although a thing that exists, I couldn't figure. I could not. I, I looked around actually. I couldn't figure out who did the voice of Harvey. He's not listed anywhere. Well, See, I still want to know them. the voice of the scientist. Him too. Well, he's yeah. he's the he's the guy from every Scooby Doo episode who runs the haunted amusement park. <laughs> also, <laughs> this real. is the second time that I wrote Harvey Harvey Laurum. Uh, See, I wrote either Lathrop or Lanthrop. I believe it's it was hard to tell. I wrote Lathrop. Is definitely Treated. a serial killer. This was when I wrote the second time. What What did he do this time? I think it's when he's at the when he's speaking at the fair. Okay, is it when the giant banana comes on him? <laughs> no, it's Jan. it's before that when he's just talking to the people, mm. and he's clearly like reveling in. He's loving the moment. Yeah, sure. Here's me getting over on everybody. I'm going to prove it. I'm the genius. I'm Harvey Lathrop. But then, and, and there are no, you've heard a, a phrase before, there are no small parts, only small actors. <laughs> There's one line, and I swear to God, it's from the guy who did the voice of Major Blood, and it's a line read that absolutely killed me, and it just says, it looks like a banana, but what's it taste like? <laughs> and it's this one line of the whole episode. Chan, I don't suppose, let, let I'm leaning on you a lot this episode. Let me see if I can find it. Can you cue that one up for me? Because to me, it was a wonderful <laughs> line read. It looks like a banana, but what's it taste like? That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. It looks like a banana, but what does it taste like? <laughs> I'm a pan for gold. I was like, this actually, I like this made me think throughout the whole episode. I was like, they had better perfect this and then solve world hunger. Uh, they could. I mean, okay, w- let's just uh, we got to come back to this because there's also one line right around here that I uh, I, I kind of love and I have to I have to find it. But it was it was just a weird thing. It was like, this is amazing. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like right at the same time, it was like, what real. 
that you should have spaced those lines out because <laughs> that didn't make any sense. Um, uh, jump ahead to the fact that, okay, we've established that we have a fertilizer that will make these plants grow at an obscene rate, yes. a, a damaging fast. rate, yeah. uh, an amazing rate, and the f- and it is food quality food. Yes. Seems to be, yeah. And Cobra decides that the way to take over the world is not to feed everybody and to grow, uh, grant a monopoly because they could grow food super cheap and uh, basically undercut become everybody. Monsanto, become you're saying. Right, become a monopoly. Yeah. Seriously. Um, no they, nitrous rocket fuel in my GMOs. <laughs> they that decide Monsanto. that they're going to fucking launch weaponized yes. seeds <laughs> to destroy cities. I mean, it Go does cause yourself. more damage. It does cause way more damage. But I was like, throughout this whole episode, I was like, please, someone at some point talk about the potential for the like that this will have and no right. one nope. ever mentioned nobody's it. interested <laughs> nobody and there's one more point from the from his uh, presentation at the fair and i have a picture here on my phone i'm convinced that it's a young freddy krueger <laughs> in the audience you guys tell me if i'm wrong he just needs stripes and a burn i mean this is pre-accident freddy krueger is in the, is there oh so those black up. stripes are burn marks they're, burn they're marks. not they're not part of the sweater guys i'll make sure it's i like make when a you put a hot dog on a grill yep yes yep uh, i'll make a meme of this guy and i'll make sure it's on the facebook page for those of you listening at home go to our <laughs> facebook.com slash knowing us have the podcast look at this guy i swear to god this is freddy krueger <laughs> pre-movies Pre pre grilling pre grilling pre grill marks <laughs> pre grill marks um, and the sound effects in this in this episode in but in Ooh, this scene in particular there's a lot of boing, boing. Yeah. yeah people getting hit with mops and buckets and just all kinds of like boing. also like am I the only one that if I got hit by a giant grape I would take a bite of that crap I would hell yeah know what it tastes like, like I was like why is no one eating this well I will say this uh, <laughs> if it was a giant grape. It would land on your head. You'd be like, mmm, this is delicious. Oh, God, it doesn't stop. Oh, God, get this off. I can't breathe. Although, weirdly, like the one dude who had a grape on his head, it was like hollow inside. It would sound like a bucket on his head. It does. Like, get this off of me. Get this off of me. Okay. I would have chewed my way out. I, I would just say, like, I think it's like one of the like sudden physical properties of this episode is that if you get something on you, you get, cannot get it off. Get this off of me. <laughs> I, I try to, I'm looking around for things that I can put over my mouth <laughs> to make the sound. Because, um, yeah, because we got the buckets and the mops and stuff earlier that people it's just true. could not remove. That's and now we've true. got grapes. So basically, they're all cats. Yes. Is what <laughs> cats in plastic bags. Yeah. They all have lost their opposable thumbs. <laughs> Um, uh, so we, we go forward to uh, G.I. Joe's on alert now because crazy poop is happening at this county fair. Uh-huh. Why is why is barbecue piloting Wild Bill's helicopter? I do not. That's, that was a question that. I had That's going attention in. attention to detail. I did not pay. That's why I was Ray. confused because I was like orange. Like, oh, that must be a flight suit or something. No, it's, it it's a like, fireman's outfit. I can't keep track of people, and you guys are keeping track of their vehicles. Well, Wild Bill came with that helicopter. Yeah, yeah, he's that, always the guy piloting it. Him. And right. then inexplicably, he's co-pilot in his own vehicle. That's like all of a sudden you show up to oh. like a party, and you're yeah. a passenger in your own car. I in bet. the same way that Mutt and Junkyard go together, yeah. Wild Bill and... Uh, the uh, Dragonfly helicopter. Yeah. I, uh, I bet he had some sort of like air rage episode. 
and then Duke oh, or someone yeah. was like, hey, oh. you're on suspension. Maybe it was the murder spree outside the temple <laughs> when he said it was like cleaning out a stable that and he murdered all those yeah, people. Yeah, like maybe yeah. he failed one of the monthly psych exams that they give <laughs> to the Joes. He is a total... He is, no, he, he, Wild Bill has become my new most interesting character because I can't tell if he's just the laziest soldier or he's a complete sociopath. <laughs> Probably a combination of the two. Um, I have a Wild Bill note for later. That we will get to. I was very excited, though, because this is when we get to see uh, the future Mr. Gina Ippolito. Shipwreck! <laughs> Just Shipwreck. for a moment. <laughs> well, yeah. give it give it one sec. We're not quite to there yet. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll speed the through. Gun. Yeah, I'll speed through a little bit. Um, uh, we get a giant potato that takes barbecue or uh, uh, bazooka and Harvey, yeah. and then uh, Alpine shoots it with missiles because mm-hmm. that's you know something yep. that happens. Then baked potato turns into a giant mashed baked yeah. potato to give bazooka's great line. Mm. Need sour, sour cream. cream, which he's yeah. right because like no one wants to eat a dry baked potato. It wouldn't even be good. Right? Gross. Um, and then the cool thing though is uh, 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 more poop happens, and then there's a great thing I saw in the background uh, when uh, they, everybody needs to escape the potato because Destro shows up and starts shooting at people. Right. Harvey does an awesome like jumping roll move off the but for a guy who's probably weighing at least three hundred pounds. <laughs> no, 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 he's shockingly athletic. He looks. You know who else didn't look at all athletic and yet uh-huh. was fantastically strong? Cobra number nine, J- uh, Jamie Gum. Oh. oh my bad. Hello, <laughs> Buffalo Gum. Bill. Yeah, oh Buffalo Bill. Yeah. That's a good point. He was uh, not. He didn't look fat though. I mean, he looked, but he was like like he wasn't a great big fat person. I mean, all the uh, serial killing keeps keeps Harvey in shape. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, like, uh, I did write Destro has an anti corn copter because I, I was, know like, how did he <laughs> like fireflies going down? He's yeah. like yeah, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> also again. I I would be picking up everything and eating it. <laughs> like in the I, middle of a battlefield. I mean, here's the thing. I would probably I would like if it hit me, I would be like, it's mine now. I mean, eat it. I mean, uh, also, it, it looks like it's actually doing serious damage. So it, imagine like a, a, a kernel of corn hit you. It would be like getting hit like with like a beanbag round from like a, oh, a cop I was gun or something like that. No, probably those, harder than that because it's huge. Hurt. But you're right because they're flying. They're, everybody's ducking behind stuff, and Alpine's hiding in like the sidecar of his motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And Wild Bill's flying his helicopter away, and Destro's just like <laughs> gets are, in his helicopter and flies away, just unfazed. Are we to assume that they'll just keep getting like what's making them hit everyone? Is it just that they're getting bigger and bigger? Ooh, there's so many of them, and and then they're mad. growing. Uh, uh, hold, I on. Was hold on, about and, the science. and then science <laughs> happens, and I'm there in. you go. I was clear because like i was like oh are they gonna like grow so large like they'll never stop growing because that is terrifying but then i was like no they're just bursting sort of yeah so there's one more moment before shipwreck uh comes on here uh destro escapes with wild bill's helicopter of all freaking Mm -hmm. things he's on he was a -A b-a-m-f badass motherfucker in that scene although yeah I, i really think that the uh Cobras need to put cockpits on their uh, probably not a bad copters. idea. <laughs> yeah, I, hear, I I know what I'll do. I'll get up right close to him and shoot fire extinguisher into his <laughs> copter because that'll short circuit his that it theoretically then could short circuit any Cobra copter, well, and that must be a yeah. perfectly ordinary technique for them to just fly up next to people, just like science. sorry, it's, uh, it's only science. if you're barbecue. Yeah, it's science. Uh, he ends up getting a bean, though, and he takes it back to a Cobra bean. Commander, and I was expecting a Jack and the Beanstalk kind of thing. No, right? too. Yeah. And, well, I yeah. think that yeah. it was, there was just like a, a hint of a it, hint. like a ah, magic sh- bean, because he then threw it. it out the window. Right. So yeah. it's definitely... And, and here's what I wrote down. Uh, Destro, good plan number two. Yeah, and and again, no. 
No. Yes. I just talked about this. No, this no I do think this is a good he plan. Can, he says, let's weaponize it. We can do something. I don't think that's a it terrible would, idea. Yeah, it's tearing cities apart. And all you have to do is say, hey, I've got another bean. I'm going to drop it on your city, which will... An atomic bean. Wreck, wreck <laughs> the infrastructure of everything. Like, yeah. you can wreck entire subways. You know how much... How many billions of damage those seeds would do so just like they all they have to do is say give me five million dollars and yeah. we won't drop the seed just five million i agree that's I like mean, a i'm tenth just saying they temple. can go to every city they can go to every city and do it and then the city might be like well that's probably worth it we'll just pay it you know what sure but i will say again cobra commander 12 year old boy who can't even listen to the plan yeah 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 easy so, to straight up Cr- crimson Ugh. twins have had a good plan in this episode destro's had a good plan in this episode what's cobra commander's plan no the one thing i wrote down here is uh finally like after the beans murder two crimson guardsmen yeah. like, <laughs> straight out i think one of them is dead the other one that we saw move the mm. other one is straight up just annihilated yeah uh a destro you mean denihilated he was denihilated <laughs> we should start keeping a body count of how many <laughs> so many cobra people. Soldiers are dead. Uh, I question here if Chicago becomes Destro's Iraq. Like we were attacked on 9 11 and we attacked the wrong country in Iraq. Destro mm-hmm. just says we should do this uh, 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 plan. Let's go to Chicago. Well, how does he choose Chicago? Chicago? He plans Chicago. He has something against Chicago. 100%. There's someone in the writer's room that's an inside joke. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking it's it's something to do with improv comedy. <laughs> I was like, Cobra Commander probably took a, a 101 class and, and was awful and was only in it for one day. Oh, and Del Close was like, get the fuck out and of my And someone was studio. like, and he made a really like aggressive move towards a woman or oh, did something. Oh, God. Oh, I, boy. And everyone was like, hey, no, man. Like, this is a safe space. And he's like, why is no one laughing at me? I am picturing Cobra Commander in 101 and... <laughs> There are half a dozen people that I've uh, been in improv classes with <laughs> that I'm at, uh, instantly associating with. Nice. Yeah. I'm mixing in a bowl. You don't. Ha- you don't have to say I've it. Got a Cobra. Gun. You don't. You don't have to say it. You just. You just. What am I mixing in my bowl? No, no, you don't. That's not how you improvise. <laughs> and then then I, I f- God damn you, Chicago improv scene. <laughs> then I, I formed <laughs> a mutiny against the uh, improv teacher. And if only. Cobra Commander Destro had made main stage. This never would have happened. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. he just randomly decides, uh, we're going to do Chicago because I have a reason to do Chicago. No, yep. no reason. I loved it. And then we cut to oh, Tina's boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, and also very excited that Polly is back. Polly is a super troll in this episode. But also, He's like, so Sh- Shipwreck yeah. seems off in this episode because at some point Polly insults him and he says, cut me some slack, Polly. And I was like, that's not a pun. That's well, yeah. nothing. Well, except that, yeah, Polly had like three or four, maybe even five three. There, there might have been more. There were a bunch of them. I was like, holy crap, what? Shut the fuck up, bird. And it, it seemed like a it seems like a, a marriage on its way out, right. where like Polly is nagging him, and he doesn't, and like there used to be some banter involved, where yeah. he would be like, "It's because I'm married to you," and now he's just like, "Just kill me." <laughs> like he doesn't even take any effort to do one of his classic shipwreck one liners. He's a dead man inside. I'm convinced that shipwreck was on vacation in Chicago visiting somebody and then trouble just happened to find him because he's not hanging out with any other Joes. He's just walking down the street with Polly, still in full uniform, of course, but don't worry about that. He didn't have the classic Hawaiian shirt that all G.I. Joes wear when they're on vacation. I wonder how often they, they launder their clothes. 
I hope often. They've got, I mean. I assume it's like Peter Griffin's closet where he has like 20 outfits that are all yeah. exactly the I, same. I really hope so. I don't like um, to think that Shipwreck might be stinky. But I think that's why Shipwreck is in a bad mood. It's because he's just like, finally, a day in Chicago. I'm going to go catch a ball game. <laughs> and then, fuck, Cobra's here. God damn it. He's like, I should have gone to that weird fair in South Dakota. Where is it? South Dakota? South Carolina? <laughs> South Dakota. South Dakota. South Dakota. Uh, everybody, we're all okay that Airtight is uh, essentially creating Agent Orange, right? Uh, yes. Everybody's cool with that. That uh, which one's a, airtight? Oh, a giant the yellow one. Spray the yellow nerdy yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the one who doesn't leave the. Oh no, he does at the end. But yeah, it, it's you are creating a fucking defoliant is what you're doing. <laughs> you're not making like a, a vegetable in shrinkener. It, it's fucking just you're melting it. Yeah, it's it's awful, yeah. and there people are going to get cancer from your shit because you're not testing it. You're not testing no. it. You're just dumping it all over Chicago, a, a, a poison that will destroy like <laughs> acres and acres, hundreds of foot acres of, of vegetable matter. I have to say, I was really hoping, I know this isn't how popcorn works, but I was really hoping for a real genius moment <laughs> where he like aimed that gun at, at a giant thing of corn, and it made popcorn, <laughs> and all the neighborhood kids ran and got yeah, some popcorn. that would be awesome. And then five years later, they have lung cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I was disturbed by a moment in here. Airtight is working on the solution in his lab. Mm. He's very kind of a, a, well, if I get this done, I'm going to get this done. I'm just going to work hard. And maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't. Attitude about it. And in the background, there's a big TV of people dying from <laughs> the plants in the background of the room he's in working. Mm. He's seen, like, is he's that inspirational to him? He's seen enough death that he's lackadaisical about it. It was scary to me. I'm like, you're literally watching real murder. Live well, on television while you're like, fiddle, 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 fiddle. I'm pretty fiddle. sure I'm he knows, but it's not going to help to have, you know, all these dying screams in his ears. Unless so that's what he trying. needs to concentrate, yeah. Chan. That's my point. Motivation. I will tell you my favorite point of this episode. <laughs> and it's um, at the very end. Nope, nope. It's, it's right around this area. I thought let it was the closing see. credits like it is every episode. <laughs> uh, let me see if I can find it. On a planting we will go. On a planting we will go. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Crimson that twins is, love their job. They love being shit. alive. They I, were going. If I was going to sleep with a villain on this show, it would be both of the Crimson <laughs> twins. Yeah, no, no, straight up London Bridge. Like, Nothing they, wrong with it. That they is are by far the best. Yeah, and I bet they are monsters in the sack because they always land on their feet. Super athletic. Mm-hmm. They're they're yeah. They just know what they're doing. They mm-hmm. make that giant cabbage at the end that they land on. Like they're smart. Oh, yeah. Well, well, I mean, honestly, I was waiting for the little uneven bars to pop out. <laughs> I was as well. <laughs> they were, I was like, I he's falling. He's got to be. I mean, they clearly, they, they had planned ahead enough that they took the giant cabbage beans yep. and were like, yeah. just in case. In case we fall. <laughs> you never know. As we do. Uh, I love that they're on, they have a roof cannon just on the extensive Enterprise building. And the only thing that they, it's, it's not like a special weapon or anything like that. It fucking throws seeds. That's all. That's it. Alpine gets up there, kicks the crap out of both of them, shoots. The, does a classic GI Joe move, blows up the machine with one laser blast, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and then proceeds to try to climb down the side of the building. We could just take the elevator. I mean, this or, episode or the uneven bars or the uneven bars right. that surely will yeah. pop out. I think it's just they're using every excuse for Alpine to scale some <laughs> substance in this. Well, this is the sell Alpine one. Is all I'm trying antsy. to say. He's no, no, no. Antsy. This is to sell the twins' gliders. Oh, oh those yeah, are so yeah, good. Yeah. Those are those. Things 
things are terrible. They're, so they're like good. metal, and they're like the wingspan is like twice the arm span of a human being. There's no <laughs> engines on it. What the fuck is it gliding on? Nothing. It's a big chunk hopes of metal. Hopes and dreams, Chan. It's gliding on hopes and dreams. <laughs> <laughs> and then we could proceed to get a whole um, bunch of salad and vegetable puns just out of left field. Yeah. We just get barraged with them. We yeah. get. Uh, Alpine saying, imagine finding the Crimson Twins in your salad. Yeah, Yuck. Good, then you get Destro making a roughage blast. Enjoy uh, the roughage. And then you get Barbecue saying, uh, I better invest in salad, folks. Nope. Uh, back up, because uh, here's one of them. Uh, that's one way to get your minimum daily requirement of vitamin C. Here comes motherfucking Polly uh, yes. saying, how would you know barnacle breath? Excuse me, he's a fucking sailor. <laughs> yeah. They're constantly getting scurvy, or they did 200 years ago. If there's one thing, if there's one, one thing Shipwreck thing. knows, it's about <laughs> fucking vitamin C. So shut your beak, you well, cunt. Well, that and how to... <laughs> wow, Chan, you're so angry. No, Polly was just I don't being like a... your anger towards Polly. No, but Polly... I, I feel like Shipwreck knows two things, that and how to cure the clap. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, what all yeah. sailors He's got pills just by yeah. the 10-pack. Penicillin and oranges. That's, <laughs> yes, what, that's what is his nightstand. But yeah, Polly's usually at least funny. He wasn't even making jokes. He was just being mean. I honestly had bad, back to back to typical bad jokes. Dick butt, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's another good moment here where Bazooka has a bazooka that shoots lasers somehow, which I thought was strange. It's a missile launcher, and he shoots the uh, beans and, and the, the vegetables and whatnot, and he goes, ugh. Lasers have no effect. And I'm like, when do they? When do lasers have any effect at all? Bazooka, yeah. you were shot in the face two episodes yeah. ago with a laser, and you just went a little sleepy time. Like, it's shocking to him that the lasers aren't doing anything. In the G.I. Joe universe, they're all set to stun. Every single one of them is set to stun. <sighs> squash by squash. Also, Polly, uh, uh, go uh -huh. by yourself. Yeah, then we get to pretty much the end of the episode. Yeah, which, mm -hmm. which again, for the third time in my notes, they decide to prank Harvey. Bad idea. Well, yeah, they prank Harvey. At the, well, okay, Airtight drops in. Everybody's saved. Destro escapes yep. in a baseball uh -huh. stadium. Crystallizing the defoliant and putting it in the uh, clouds. And That's a good makes, idea. Makes sense. And we had a right, right before they embarrass Harvey, because Harvey finally has got his moment, right? He's getting yeah. over. I saved G.I. Joe. No and, one's laughing at him. Yeah, everybody's just like having a good time. Like, tell us. And there's a great moment where there's just one line with this lady in the audience. He's just like, uh, do you want to hear the story about, about how I saved G.I. Joe next? And this woman says, yes, do. What happens next? <laughs> and I'm like, who would write that? Who would write, yes, do? But that, this is like this is like the moment he's been waiting for. Like this is the yes. moment that is going to make him stop killing people. Yeah. Like yes. he's like maybe I'm finally done killing people. I finally mm -hmm. have the respect of my town. And then no one is laughing at me. So like, you know what? It's done. I've killed 823 people. <laughs> oh, mm -hmm. They're all they've all been used in soil to grow my vegetables. <laughs> I'm I'm done. I, good good job, Harvey. Good job. And then out of nowhere. <laughs> These asshole G.I. Joes. G.I. Joes were assholes this entire episode. They're making fun of the guy oh. for spilling the bucket, right? When it starts, barbecue yeah. takes the yeah, yeah. takes the clipboard away from the scientist. And at the end, airtight's there. Nerdy airtight. The one guy in the G.I. Joe team who you think would at least have some appreciation of, of like uh, 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 nerdy people getting made fun of <laughs> is the guy who gets made fun of for being a nerd all the time. He turns around and is like, I'm going to get over on him. <laughs> yeah. Nerd, yeah, nerd on nerd vines is a horrible thing. It's the thing worst. Yeah. Hold uh, on. I'm going to dress like an ear of corn. And scare the crap out of him. And then everyone is laughing at him. And the very last sentence of my nose, Harvey is going to kill them all. Yes. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. The, the alternative to that, 
no corn thing that doesn't happen at all those screams don't leave airtight's mind <laughs> that's the only thing that's going to quiet them is getting over on someone who's more of a dill hole than I, he is i like the alternate ending it's just you know harvey's up there yes do tell us more and then he's just and then it kind of fades back to airtight and it just kind of like like closes up on him, his eyes him just like with a far away look in his eyes that would have been amazing. <laughs> we have so many spinoffs to write oh from this one goodness. episode. This we're going to write episode. the Crimson Guard one, and then we're going to write Harvey as a serial killer. <laughs> that would make a great multicam sitcom. <laughs> Oh my you guys, super grow his people. Bechdel test fail yet oh, again. Yep, no. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, yeah. fourteen All episodes right. in. Fourteen Ooh, episodes uh, in. Not, not a single not one really, yet. No, you know, no. we got eighty-five total. So <laughs> I have a feeling this won't be the last. And one. Now I kind of hope that it it never <laughs> does, <laughs> and just like we get to like episode eighty-four, and I'm just defeated. But then in like the very last second, like the yeah. very last, like it's not even in the episode. It's the knowing is half your battle they do at the end of the episode, and it's like Lady J goes up to Scarlet, and she's like, "Hey, Scarlet, what you eating?" Done. <laughs> uh, no, I don't want to see that because you would explode you would pop we would just hear like a little alarm. in the background I'm like what the hell was that well the like podcast going to see Gina splattered all over the walls the podcast would officially be done and i would have no more purpose uh. to you guys so, so we can deal with it Wait, we got the live show movies i thought we were doing that Amazing. So, uh, uh, guys, that was episode 14, The Greenhouse Effect. I loved this episode. I'm sorry. Like, 20 Questions, I thought, was probably the best one. I agree. The Fun House, I loved. This one, they're all kind of just, like, playful and yeah. weird and fun. I like any episode with an animal and food. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the two things I love in life, animals and food, and this combined a little bit of both. So, you guys at home, if uh, you've got a dog <laughs> and a salad, Gino would like to talk to you. Salad. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 a giant salad. An oh, enormous no, no, no. salad. That would fit on your head, so you could just take take it like a trough. Mm, that's a delicious salad. It's so large. Look at this carrot I'm in. Mm, delicious. <laughs> this carrot I'm in. How does that even it's, work? It's a hollow carrot. Oh, yeah. I don't even. Carrots are very hard. How would you get your head inside without I don't, dying? I don't, you know what? That's up to the person who brings the salad and the dog. That's not on me. <laughs> so, uh, so I hollowed out this. This carrot for you, Gina. <laughs> True love. He's gonna get a stalker. <laughs> Just holding a giant carrot over his head. He's getting... playing in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I, if that's not the moment to leave this episode on, I don't know what is. Uh, you can hit us up facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. Let us know what we missed. Check out that picture of a young Freddy Krueger <laughs> and tell us what vegetables you think you could fit on your head. <laughs> Because why not? Until next time, we're going to be doing Know Your Joe. Uh, That'll be out very, very soon. That'll be out on Wednesday. That's the goal, at least. Mm -hmm. Until then, I am Ray Stacanis. I'm Robert Chan. I'm Gina Bolito. And we are saying good night now. (laughs) Good night, everybody.
Hey, you. No, 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 no. Don't look over here. Keep your eyes on the road. Got something for you. Take a listen to this. In the newest Pokemon, they have Score Bunny, which is a starter. What? Yes. Score Score Bunny? So it's, it's a fire bunny that plays soccer. He kicks balls. He scores. Great. Score, like Scorch, I think. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Like, goal. Like, Score Bunny. <laughs> Rad. There's Score Bunny, who uses his mad soccer skills to steal, I think, like, donuts or something like that. How does he use his soccer skills to steal donuts? He kicks it. Oh, yummy. The best part is, though, Score Bunny wants to go and follow Ash and go on big adventures. Oh, but my Ash God. Is like, Ash is still the main character of the f anime? Yes. Where have you been? Yeah, so Ash is like, I'm getting on the train. I'm leaving, Score Bunny. And Score Bunny's like... Is it because like, he's 80 years old? That's why he sounds like that? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing makes donuts taste better than a foot coming in contact with them. <laughs> if you like what you heard and love co-op with your friends, check out Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. That's Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast.